Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Chris Anaskovich, who is the town chairman for the town of Clinton. Mr. Chairman. Peter. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Good. What's new, buddy? Nothing. Nope. We in now? No. No. I'm going to keep going. No, no, no. Right. No, that's not it. Okay, good. All right. Um, it's going good, actually. Yeah. Very busy in Clinton. What's yeah. So um, the biggest thing, obviously, now that everybody wants to talk about is Pearson School. Okay. So town council has met twice, and we've done two workshops um, uh, as it relates to the building, because the options of keeping, selling, or doing some sort of hybrid where you kind of, you know, configure it so that the town has some sort of say in kind of what's going on or what we can maybe do in the building. Yep. So there's all those options that are out there and on the table right now. Mm -hmm. um, so Carl Kilduff, the town manager, has put together some figures and numbers for the council members so that we can review everything as it relates to the building yep. so that if we sell it, um, you know, what that option would be there. If we keep it, how much it would cost because there's a lot of renovations that the building needs. Yeah. Um, it's an older building, hasn't been used for five years. So if somebody came in and wanted to, um, you know, or we wanted to do something with it, then we would have to obviously update it and renovate it and kind of expensive. So there was yeah. two options. One was about 11 million. Okay. The other one was about $17 million that it would cost. All right. Um, and that would be to retrofit it to, people are talking about a community center, a senior center, some of the things that we, you know, that people have asked about in town for us maybe to, to look into that. So council's done two workshops, been really good. We've gotten a lot of information from the town manager. So the biggest thing is making sure that when we make the decision, I've kind of stressed it uh, more than once, is that yeah. that's it. Like right. we don't get a redo. Nope. So once we say what we're going to do with the building, we have to make sure that this is it, this is the final decision, and you know, we have to live with that decision as we go forward. So the difficulty is, is the amount of money that some of this stuff would, would cost. So to retrofit the building, to, to keep it, you're gonna have a tax implication to every citizen in the town. Mm -hmm. So we have to be cognizant of that so that we're not really double taxing them as we go through you know, this process. We have our annual budgets, the same time we're doing our annual budget. Right. So we, work, we can talk about that after, but we did yeah. a forecasting of that. So Carl Kilduff gave us that information too. Um, so Pearson, I think it's going to, you know, it's going to take some time for us to get a final decision. We haven't even had the public hearing yet. Okay. Um, but the council has kind of come together, and at our last um, meeting that we had last week, we decided to do a, a request for a proposal, yeah. do an RFP, and to put that out there so we can get some ideas from, you know, from people as far as what they feel they could do with the building. Okay. The council had um, a lot of discussions about senior housing, because mm -hmm. that's something that's important, not only in our town, but kind of all over the state, uh, yeah. but in our house, I mean, our house, in our town, we really kind of need uh, something like that. So we were kind of going down the path of maybe doing housing, whether it be senior housing, affordable housing, but, you know, that would kind of, old schools get retrofitted a lot easier for apartments and for housing, yep. just because of the design of it and how it's set up. Um, it, you would think it's crazy how they do it, but they just blast through the cement floors and put through pipes, and so that's sort of what the developer would have to do, but we wanted to see, you know, get some opinions from people on what they would do with the building so that we don't, I'm sure there's things that the council haven't even thought of that other developers may come in and say, we'd like to do this to the building. Yeah. So the request for proposal will give us that option. Um, then down the road, we'll do another public hearing, or not another, we'll do a public hearing yeah. um, so that the public can come forth and have their opinions. But Now, let's say once they decide to do What happens to the gazebo? Oh boy! In front of the building. 
Always got to bring up the gazebo. Of course. Does so it there's, say? Again, Does it well, go? Yeah, well, again, that's going to have to be something that, and the request for proposal gives okay. us the opportunity to talk to a developer. Gotcha. So that we can say people are very passionate about that whole building yeah. overall because it's a big part of our town, big part of the history, the facade, everything else. Mm -hmm. um, and those are important to, all, to us as council members as well. I mean, ultimately, that decision on what we do with the building falls in our laps. Right. And it's not going to be an easy decision. Not no. everybody's going to like what the ultimate decision is because there's people that say sell it. There's people that say to keep it. There's people that say, you know, let's do a community center, or a senior center. All those things cost money. Absolutely. You know, and not only to renovate the building, to retrofit it, to do what we would like it to be, mm -hmm. but also ongoing operational costs. So that every year, if you have a community center, if you have a senior center, there's annual costs uh, that are associated with that. And so that's, again, ultimately has a tax consequence to everybody in town. So, again, we just have to make sure we're making the best decision for everybody in town and for the town itself going forward. I mean, this isn't a decision for, you know, today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next no, year. No, this is going to be a decision done. that's going to affect you know, everybody and if, over the long run. Right. And a lot of the money that we'd have to do if we did retrofit the building and renovated the building would be we'd have to bond the money, right. um, which then creates a debt service payment to the town, which again also creates uh -huh. a tax obligation. Exactly. Now, one of the one of the other things, we're going to stay on town topic for a second. Okay. Because if I don't mention this and if you don't mention it, we're both going to get in trouble. Okay. What'd you do? I didn't do anything. From what I understand, <laughs> we have a charter revision committee. We and, I, and rumor has oh, it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> we, I, think, I think we both might know the chairman. The chairman. I've heard of her, though. She's nice. She's a nice woman. Dolly Mazzetti is the chairman of the, the Charter Revision Committee. Never heard of her. I, well, you know, <laughs> you're going to get in trouble. So I, that's, yeah, that's probably, your problem now. Yeah, probably. You're Dang. the one in trouble, that means. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, Charter Revision, uh, they've met multiple times, yep. and um, they've done a good job so far. Absolutely. They're, they're going down the path of the council presented a charge to them, and they reviewed those charges that we presented. Okay. Talked about some other things that were mentioned at the public hearing. Yep. And uh, we're on target for probably, hopefully, being on the referendum next election cycle. So oh, cool. updates are. Because it's an 18-month kind of period that you have to go through where you have the meetings, you have to uh, oh. make the changes, you have to have a public hearing, and then obviously give it enough time so that we can get it onto the, um, the ballot as a referendum. So that, that would be on the local referendum. That's the local. Yep. That's the local Which is referendum. the time you want it to kind of right. coincide with the local election. So our yeah. town council elections, again, right. are all on 2023. Right. So Absolutely. They're doing wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Now you're not in trouble anymore. No. There, there, there you go. <laughs> now, I also saw, by doing research for tonight's show, mm -hmm. that we also have a new town planner? We do. Okay. Tell me um, about it. She was... Uh, we put out the, uh, the request for uh, resumes probably maybe a month ago. Um, got a few people that came forth. Um, so we, the council had met a couple times in an executive session to go over it, and she's been offered a contract. Okay. Um, so names, and we'll release that soon. But, um, you know, we're looking forward to it. It's something that the town has kind of had on, on the plate for a while. Okay. In the past, I don't think we budgeted enough for it because, obviously, right. you know, you got to be able to pay them and, know and, and make sure you're getting the the right person for for our town so yeah. this person comes from waterford lives in madison so it's local um the council's very happy about it we're excited that we have somebody that can kind of work in the land use office and give some direction to mm -hmm. work with everybody down there already absolutely um, because as the development continues to go on in town it, it's important to have somebody like that right. you know because the indian river shops where big y is that'll yep. continue to be developed as we go forward 
Um, we still have Unilever. That's we're still waiting on hopefully a site plan. Okay. Uh, that may be coming forth soon about what they're going to do over there. Um, you know, so there's still things that a town planner is something that's uh, important to us, and I'm glad. You know, I think now that we have a town manager in place, mm -hmm. uh, it makes it a little bit easier for that person to come in and, uh, and know that we're on a, on, a, on a good path here in Clinton. Now, how are things going over on the Unilever property? We're just waiting. Okay. Um, you know, I, I mean, there was talk that they were going to submit a, um, a site plan to planning and zoning. They were in contact with planning and zoning. All right. And that's kind of where we are. So as soon as they submit that to planning and zoning, they can start that process. So I'm not sure what it's going to be or you know what it involves, but we've been told that was going to happen. It's going to involve something. It will be something. It will be. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, and the wait, apartments wait. are still going. So the apartments uh, next to that behind the train station, those are yep. going up. You can see beautiful building going up there. And yep. those will be tw uh, the beginning of 2023. Nice. That those hopefully will be done. So Excellent. everything's moving forward in that area as well. Obviously, the summer is over. Summer's oh, over, so summer. we got rid of 10,000 people. There you go. So now we can. <laughs> but there's still traffic, so it doesn't yeah. matter. So um, it's just less traffic. Absolutely. So, yes, back to kind of the normalcy of, of, you know, what our town is about. And, you know, it's good. It's good to see that we are developing some stuff, you know, controlled, you know, development in our town is what we need to help on our tax base. Um, so uh, Indian River Shops will help, Unilever will help, and, uh, and hopefully it'll continue. We have uh, actually a bank credit union is coming in next to where the fire uh, police station is now. That older building uh, that was bluish gray building right across the street from the police station. They went to planning and zoning and have an approval to put in a credit union there. Really? Yep. Wow. So that was approved. And then the old CVS is still in play. That's going to be the veterinary hospital. Or not, okay. Or the yeah. vet that was over in, in the chips plaza Got is it. going to be moving over there. So yep. that's still in the works. That's still. Um, so everything, yeah, everything seems to be kind of going through and, and working. We can go through and working. It obviously all takes money. How are we looking on the budget? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fine. All right. Infancy stages of the budget. Uh, so we did the forecasting, so I'm not going to say anything, obviously, about what was, I mean, you know, I don't right. want to get anybody all worked up. No. You know, but it's something that we will have to continue to work on. And, and again, the council, I mean, we all know. We're, we're, we've tried for the past two years and have gotten to the point where we haven't had a tax increase. Right. The one year we had our mill rate dropped. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so we want to continue on that. People are still struggling. Things are still expensive. We are in that inflationary period. You know, people are worrying about recession, worrying about gas, worrying about oil. There's a lot of stuff out there that, right. and, you know, the council members, we all know. I mean, we feel the same pain. We're part of it as well. So it's not like, you know, we're exempt from that because we're on the council. Right. You know, we live in town and we're part of that. So, you know, we'll, I mean, it's great to have a town manager. Yeah. You know, the town manager works directly with department heads, works with, um, you know, the superintendent of schools, mm -hmm. the board of education, so that we're all on the same page. So we all know where we want to be, where we want to go. And we will, you know, do our best to, you know, to maintain a budget that's, that's, you know, uh, not that painful to everybody. Because ultimately, you start throwing around percentages and everything else, and it just gets people all worked up. But at the end of the day, as a council, we need to sit there and look at what that dollar amount is. You know, right. what is your, what is going to be the impact on a uh, monthly basis to every taxpayer in town? And we're trying to limit that as much as we can. And that's why the, develop, the development that we're doing mm -hmm. obviously plays a role. Yeah. You know, Indian River... As it, as it grows and continues to grow, will be a big impact um, on the taxes uh, that we'll receive from that property. You know, right now we're in the middle of a, a tax abatement that was granted to him at the beginning, which mm -hmm. is a standard process. So you know, we're in year two of that. So eventually that will work its way off, and you know, hopefully Unilever will get going, and the apartments will help a little bit, and, you know, generate some tax revenue on that for property taxes. 
So little by little, you do you know what you can to kind of beef up that uh, that bottom line. Now the first, I've only met the town manager once or twice. He seems like he's a really good fit for the town. I think so. Yeah. I mean, he's you know I you know, you know I, I think people need to understand that they think that he's hands off or he's you know you know right. not available or not there. He's always available. You know, at his office, you can always walk in and make an appointment. And, you know, the difference is, is again, the same thing. He's not the first selectman. He's right. not the mayor. He is the town manager. So he's there to, you know. Manage the town. Manage the town and do his thing. And then, you know, the ceremonial head would be the chairman. So not much else. You know, that's what I do. That's, that would be you. Doesn't give me any more power than anybody else. So it doesn't <laughs> right. matter. I'm the, I, I sit there and, I, you know, I run a meeting. That's about it. Exactly. That's yeah. what I got. Absolutely. Well, would you mind sticking around for another segment? Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back. You matter. You matter. You matter. And your words matter too. Your words matter. What you say in the hallways at school or in the student section at a game matters. Words can be hurtful. Words can be offensive. Words can leave scars. Words can also inspire. Support and uplift. You and your words. Are they both important? As, As a matter of fact, fact yes. yes. Community TV, your neighborhood TV. Publicly funded and a reliable partner for cable companies nationwide. It provides transparent coverage of local and state government, education, and public programming. A digital town green that can be watched anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Watch us on today's high-tech distribution methods. Community TV in Connecticut. Local. Unfiltered. Reliable. And, and yours. yours. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti, sitting here with Chris Anaskovich. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you, Peter. You're welcome, Chris. All right, so we talked about town stuff the first segment, mm -hmm. but from what a little birdie tells me, you're also running for state representative. <laughs> the birdie told you? Yeah, the bit. Well, the, bir the, the birdie told didn't me. Give it away. <laughs> the the, bir the birdie told me. The signs told me, and I think the other day, my laundry even told me. Yes. That you're, See, that you're a lot of stuff. You just got to go out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. How's the campaign going? Going good. Yeah. Running for the state rep, 35th district. So yep. that is the Clinton, Killingworth, and Westbrook okay. uh, territory. Mm -hmm. So it's it's tiring. <laughs> yeah. Busy. Yeah. Um, you got to go to a lot of stuff. You got to get out there, and I love it. I think, uh, mm. you know, from the beginning, I'm running under, you know, uh, the pretense that, you know, for me, it's always been about the community. Right. It's always been about everybody that's in town. It's not been about me, but it's, Everybody that's in town that you want to fight for, mm -hmm. um, you know, you know, you want to be there to represent them and to be their voice, you know, at in at a different, you know, level. Yeah. And that's really all it is. So, right. you know, I, I've been able to get out there and talk to a lot of people, meet a lot of people, uh, been to a lot of events, um, and it's been great. Um, yeah. You know, the response has been wonderful. Um, you know, and and that's what it's there for. And you know, the more people that you meet, and the more people you talk to, you know, you get to understand that that's all they want. You know, politics plays a role in it. I get it, but I've been very, you know, big proponent of people, not politics. That's what right. I've always talked about, and I am a hundred percent behind that, because that is what it's about. Because you're fighting for them, you're not fighting for your party. You're getting elected under a party, but right. at the end of the day, you're up there to fight for you know your communities, and and you know what do they need? And you have to be there and be vocal within the community to find out what they need, um, and that's what you're bringing you know to Hartford when you go, so that you're you're. They're given a representation and they feel that they're represented. And I think the issue, um, you know, is that sometimes people don't feel wanted. They don't feel that their voices are heard. 
And for me, I could, I really don't care whatever political party or affiliation you are. If, you know, you need to talk to everybody because right. everybody has thoughts, opinions, you know, uh, ideas. Um, you know, nobody has the, not one person or one party has the best ideas. Mm -hmm. So unless you have the ability to set aside the agendas and set aside the political affiliation, just get to a table and talk about what you want to do and, you know, what is in the best interest of the community that you're representing. Um, you know, and I think that's a big part of, always been a big part of what I've done on the council. I think as a council, we work well together. I mean, it's, it's you know, we've been to functions together as a council. We were walking in a parade and Dennis Donovan, I'll never forget, said to me, another council member, it's great that we can all walk in a parade and we can all talk and laugh and, and have a good time together. Absolutely. Because in the past, it really wasn't that way. No. I think a lot of that plays off of the town manager running the town and we don't have, you know, we again are all working together mm -hmm. in order to do what's in the best interest of the town. And that's all it is. That's going to take, you know, what I'm, I'm going to take to that next level, um, you know, as I go through this process. And that's, that's what I want to do. Now, what is your platform? I, you know, I want to keep things local. I'm, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, um, you know, zoning laws. They try to sometimes go to Hartford and yep. they want to kind of tell you what to do down here. But who knows better than our district than the people that live there? Right. You know, so smaller communities, uh, you know, the local control is important to them. And I think they deserve the local control because it's your town, your decisions. Right. That's how it should be. Um, you know, the, the bigger things for Clinton, coastal resiliency, climate change, those are going to play a big role in it, um, you know, because of obviously, you know, Clinton obviously is right in the coastline. Right. You know, and there's things that we have to work for. That, you know, I think we need, you know, a better partnership with the state on that because I think they need to bring the experts into our community and let us know what we can do to prevent, you know, uh, the erosion of our shorelines. Um, so that's important. Um, you know, the other things are just the simple, you know, you, we need to make, uh, make the state more affordable. Mm -hmm. You know, we hear those over and over. <coughs> and the bottom line is, what do you do? I mean, it's, you know, that's, that's again, you have to have those open and honest discussions about, you know, what is in the best interest of the, of the people of, Clint, of Clinton, of Connecticut. Right. And what happens is, is you, you know, we talk about the, you know, the, the great rainy day fund that we have in the state, which is awesome. Right. But that's taxpayer money. Yeah. It wasn't money that the state, you know, sold something and, you know, earned the money. That is taxpayer money. So what are we going to do then to, to give back and, and help the people that may be struggling, especially in these times? You know, we're coming into the winter. Your oil heating prices are going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, and so that's going to play a big part in it, too, that, you know, what can we then, you know, give back to the community so that they're living more comfortable? And I think a lot of it has to do with that person that's going to represent you. You know, you need to be vocal. You need to be visible. You need to be out in the public. And, and talking to everybody, you know, you have to stop with the, you know, the parties. The party stuff kind of just gets in the way of getting something accomplished. And one of the other things that we're going to talk, we haven't talked about yet tonight, was with the town council. Mm -hmm. The meetings are televised. They are televised by Valley Shore Television. And how Imagine important? That. I know. And how important <laughs> to you is the partnership between the town of Clinton and Valley Shore Community Television? I mean, I think ever since it started and we started doing this, it, it's a lot of people do watch it. You right. know, you would think some people don't watch it, but I, I can tell you people come up to me and say, oh, I've seen, you know, I've watched the, the town council meetings on TV. Yeah. And because, again, if people can't get to the meetings, they can at least watch the meeting and they can know what's going on. Right. And I've been the big part of promoting that and making sure that people know that we're, I try to put out as much information as I can. As town, right. as town chair, that's what I feel is my job. Absolutely. Is to get information to the public. Be fully transparent. It doesn't matter. You know, here's the information. That's it. I just want people to know what's going on in town and know what's, you know, coming up. And I think it's important that, you know, 
people understand that they can go and they can watch it whenever they want. Right. You know, that they don't have to be there that night. They can go and watch it later in the week or whenever they have time and they can see what's going on in town. They can see what we're doing as a council. Absolutely. They can see what the town manager is doing. So it puts us in a good light and lets people know what we're doing. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, the importance of watching the town council meetings, like you said, people can go online and watch the meetings right. on the Valley Share website. Yep. I actually recently watched about watched one of your council meetings to found out to find out I got reappointed to something. Well, we made a mistake, <laughs> but we oh, did thanks. it anyways. Thanks. <laughs> yes, thanks. you can because any reappointments <laughs> or appointments of boards and commissions, we all do that in our meetings. Um, you know, and then I mean that's it's just another thing that you know videotaping and making sure that all this information is available to everybody in town. Right. That's Absol important. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what? Now, as far as the campaign goes, I'm yep. going to ask, I'm going to ask you one one of my standard questions that I always ask if I have a political candidate on. Okay. If I didn't know you, mm -hmm. and you were you knocked on my door to introduce yourself, mm -hmm. my question to you, and you did you did your spiel, you told me what you were running for, and I said to you, Mr. Anaskovich, why should I vote for you? and what makes you different than your opponent, what would you tell them? I would tell them that you'll have a voice, you know, that you'll be able to contact somebody, you'll be able to talk to somebody, that I will be visible, I will be you know, uh, readily available for anything that you may need. And I think we have not been given that in the, in the last couple of years. I think we need to be, um, you know, you need to be out in the community to know what the community <coughs> wants. Right. So the reason that you would vote for me is because you know what, you will see me. You know, I will be doing things. I will be putting on, you know, you know, you set up, you know, town hall meetings every mm -hmm. couple months so that people know what's going on. You know, those are the things that you do. You, you need to bring the information that you have from Hartford. And you need to bring it back to the community so they know. And again, it shouldn't matter politics at all. You know, that individual that's representing the district should be that, you know, that person that can come back to the community and let you know what is going on and what is available and what, what are your needs in your community. Every community has different needs. Nobody is the same. So if you feel that you don't have a voice, then peop that's why people don't want to get involved and they don't want to say anything. Well, why would I say anything? It doesn't matter. You know, but that's goes a lot with running for political office as well. You know, and I mean, you have to be, you know, setting that aside. I mean, we all know what happens in politics and sometimes mm -hmm. it's just, you know, I, I don't understand it sometimes that, you know, yeah, right. you know it, it, if we're all working for the same thing, then how does politics get in the middle of it? You know, so you have to be able to understand that you need to, you know, sometimes come into the middle, have honest discussions about, you know, what is in the best interest of the state first, the communities, and then move forward. Let them know that you're there to represent them. And it didn't, and it wouldn't matter what party you were from. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, this is about community. That's what it's about, first and foremost. You know, protect and provide is what, this, is what you know, government's supposed to do. You know, so that's going to be the backdrop to what you should be working and fighting for. You know, what are we going to provide to our communities? Um, you know, and, and that's what you should be doing. Absolutely. Now, as far as the district that you're running for, mm -hmm. what is maybe one or two issues for each one of the towns, each one of the districts that you're running for? I mean, well, do you think are important? I mean, I think for Clinton, obviously, it's the coastal resiliency, yeah. the erosion of, you know, of our coastline. And I mean, we see it when we have these superstorms and what it's doing and what it's affecting our community. Yeah. Um, I think every community has issues with small businesses. Oh, yeah. You know, small businesses are struggling and sometimes they feel they don't get any help from, you know, from Hartford or anything mm -hmm. that they can do to, 
to help. And I think you need to be that voice for those, you know, those mom and pop shops that we do need. Absolutely. You know, especially in the communities of Killingworth, Clinton, and Westbrook. There's a lot of them, you know, and oh, yeah. that's what makes us go. You know, that's what makes us a small town community. Um, so you want to keep that small town community, but you also want to make sure that you have somebody there, you know, that can do the hard work and, and ask the hard questions and fight for the fact of what are we going to do for small businesses? Because, you know, you continually, you know, beat them up and the taxes and, I mean, it just, they feel like they're just getting run over and it's, you know, that's what they want to do. That's their passion. And you want to make sure that they continue along that way. Um, you know, Killingworth that runs up, you know, they have some issues in, uh, you know, uh, in a community up there where they're raising the, the taxes on the leasehold land. Um, Beachwood community up in, Killing, in Killingworth, yeah. Um, company bought the, the community and now they're raising the, the leasehold fees and some of these elderly people can't afford to, to pay it, you know. So that's something that I don't know what the outcome will be, but that's something that is going to be on the radar that we have to fight for. Um, you know, so every community has their own little, you know, things that, you know, and again, I, do I know all of them? No, no, I don't. But I'm going to find out all of them, right. and that's what you need to do, you know, because I think it's important that you're out there asking those questions. So you don't know. You need to ask the questions of the people in your community. Yeah. And it's right. not just overall. It's individual, you know, businesses and groups and organizations and whatever's in town that we need to make sure that we're representing them. I actually think in the town of Killingworth they formed a fair rent commission. They did. Uh, I was going to say, I saw, did, yeah. and again, I, saw I, think, that, I saw that in the paper the other day. You know, we have one in Clinton. Yep. And I mean, you know, the important thing, I think, is, is giving that kind of commission a little bit more teeth. Mm -hmm. Very limited in scope to what they can do. Yeah. You know, I yep. mean, that's, it's, it's a problem. Absolutely. So you have it, great. Cause, and, and again, there's, um, you know, been mandated by the state that uh, towns under over 25,000 have to have a fair rent commission. Right. Um, one's underneath, may or may not, that's up to them. But right. we need more teeth. Absolutely. And yes, the town of Clinton has one. We do. I, and somebody might be on it. I. You're always. You know, I mean, you're patting yourself on the back. I was going to say. I. Th I, th I think <laughs> I'm. I think I'm. I think I might be on. And how it. many times have you guys met? Uh, See, that's what I mean. <laughs> well, you don't have enough teeth. Well, that's that, that's right. that's a good thing. So nothing's right. going on. Nothing. Well, there's a lot going on. You just need more teeth, so yeah, you can right. do more. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Call the chairman. And tell him. Yeah. That. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> so we got a little bit, little bit more time left. What else? Um. I mean, uh, so we have a debate coming up on the 27th of October. Yes. There'll be a debate at, uh, debate at Town Hall. Yeah. And that'll be, I think, on TV as well. I okay. think they're going to record that live. All right. Um, so that's coming up, and uh, hopefully people can come out and let us know and, you know, hear what we got to say. Cool. Chris Anaskovich, thank you for some time. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Peter. You got Absolutely. it. Absolutely. On behalf of Chris Anaskovich, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night. We'll see you next week.